0: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Stone, will you allow me to press upon you some horse updates? You have the floor. Let's talk polo. The biggest sporting event in the game of polo is the U.S. Open Polo Championship. It is being played every Sunday. That means it was played yesterday at the U.S. Polo Association Stadium at the legendary USPA National Polo Center in Wellington. Ken, when is it going till? How many more Sundays? Well, however many Sundays there are from now until April 23rd. So that's one, two, three, three! Three Sundays left to go in the U.S. Open Polo Championship at the USPA National Polo Center. By the way, this thing's been going on since 1904. It was held in the Bronx. I'd say a little bit better with it being Harold in Wellington. That's just me. The most prestigious polo tournament in the entire United States. 2004, the centennial year. U.S. Open relocated to the National Polo Center where it's been held ever since and where it belongs. Hey, how about an update? Let's look at the brackets, shall we? The standings from the U.S. Polo Championship. Right now, Aspen on top in bracket one. Bracket two, Dezos. They're one and zero. Shack Attack, one and zero in bracket three. Beliente, one and zero in bracket four. And how about bracket five? Right now, Palm Beach Equine, the hometown kids. It's the U.S. Polo Championship. The most prestigious polo tournament in the U.S. Going on through April 23rd, playing every Sunday. U.S. Polo Association, USPA National Polo Center. By the way, the U.S. Open final is going to be aired on the ESPN family of brands. That's big time. All you have to do is check your local listings. U.S. Polo Association, the USPA National Polo Center stadium sponsor, official club and tournament merchandise on sale at the retail shop at the National Polo Center every Sunday as well as online. Get your gear online at USPAPro.com. Through April 23rd, Wellington, U.S. Polo Association Stadium, USPA National Polo Center. It's the U.S. Open polo championship by the way i've been gone most of the month the march stone is um is aaron Rodgers uh, with the jets
1: yet i i I i've
0: been i've been uh disconnected for a while where are we at with that
1: um I, i think we're in the stage of staying tuned okay we're just in stay tuned yeah got it got it but ask me if i have faith i'm not even gonna let you ask me i got faith he's on his way Okay. He's on his meanwhile, way. though I'm seeing every player
0: uh, that's that's available in the NFL speculated to be going to the Jets. I just looked over, Odell Beckham Jr. Apparently, he's going to be a Jet here uh, coming up soon.
1: Yes, yeah, get the quarterback first. Speaking of phases and stages, uh, they're in the Odell Beckham stage. <laughs> Correct. Okay, but he, he himself is in the delusional. Stage right now, asking for fifteen million dollars from the New York Jets. That's, oh, the delusional stage. Yeah, that's a little okay. alarming. The wishful thinking stage. <laughs> yes, got it. Got that's it. where he stands. So that's not good. As a uh, newfound Jets fan that I am, <laughs> that doesn't feel good. Yeah, uh, let's not pay him fifteen million dollars. But huge fan, you okay. know. Still want him in the green. All right, all right. Uh, I was just wondering where we're at with that. I've been, uh, I've been a little preoccupied the last few weeks. Yeah, I've been trying, right, every browser, every website that I possibly can for an Aaron Rodgers Jets jersey. Nope, still not selling them.
0: Oh, really? Still not selling? You can't even get something custom-made out of China? No. Weird. AliExpress? No, nothing no, there? No, nothing there. Nothing okay. All right. Uh, LSU, Iowa, that thing's going to end up when all is said and done. For all of you that uh, that act like you're the the CEO of ESPN, ABC, Disney Properties, or the CEO of CBS, for all of you uh, amateur CEOs, broadcast CEOs out there that love to talk about TV ratings, even though it does not make one bit of difference to you, what the TV ratings are. Some people use it as, as zingers. Oh, Final Four with two mid-majors. TV ratings are going to be terrible. I don't give a damn about that. Uh, who are you? The, the CEO of Paramount? Who cares? That has nothing to do with you. You're either going to watch it or not. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference to me. I'm not offended if you don't watch. I just got sick courtside calling uh, a Final Four game. I don't care if you watched or not. I, uh, Bobo in, in Loxahatchee. I don't give a damn. I was there, so who cares? Uh, but for those of you that are caught up in nonsense like that, yesterday's LSU Iowa women's national championship game on ABC gonna do boo foo numbers. Man, I mean, how good a drama has the women's national or NCAA tournament been? That's high level stuff, and that's the benefit of players, and I'm not saying this is right. But it is the benefit, branding-wise, of players who have to stay four years because you develop these programs. You have these big-name coaches, whether it is uh, Mulkey or Staley or Ariema. uh, You've got all of these all-world players, known quantities. That's good stuff. The NCAA Women's
1: Tournament is good damn stuff. Yeah, women's college basketball has set the stage. They're aligned to probably have the biggest season that they've had next year. Of all time. Like, the storylines oh, are there. For sure. You just mentioned the names. Caitlin
0: Clark has to come back, right? She <laughs> yes, she does. She's coming back. As does Angel Reese. Yeah, the National Player of the Year, and now right now, for whatever reason, the most hated player in, in college basketball, <laughs> both coming back for a collision course again next year with a South Carolina team that's going to have a big old chip on its shoulder. But regardless of the stage... What happens sometimes when you do make it to the big time like this, and and I'm not saying that the women's college basketball hasn't been big time previously, because I remember sitting watching CBS 1 o'clock in the afternoon growing up in Chicago when Rebecca Lobo and Lisa Leslie are going at it, UConn in Tennessee, Ariyama against Summit in national championship games, okay? Sue Bird out there on the floor for UConn, all right? I I was tuning in. I was watching that stuff. Uh, Then it went through a little bit of a lull, and now it's back. It's back in a big, big way. So yesterday, LSU, Iowa, and Caitlin Clark, who is the stone-cold shooting killer for Iowa, going up against LSU, Kim Mulkey, and those talented, talented ladies from Baton Rouge. I think a lot of people were anticipating this to be LSU in South Carolina. Didn't happen that way. Iowa, thanks to a legendary 39-point performance, most points scored by anyone men's or women's NCAA tournament game in history, put Iowa in that game. So then it turned into Caitlin Clark against LSU. And you know what? I guarantee you, Disney said, hey, we'll take it. Washing their hands and rubbing their hands together and super happy that soon Green is going to be touching those hands, right? So what this turned into, though, was a really weird discourse about sportsmanship and what's acceptable and what's not. And a lot of it revolving around the you-can't-see-me celebration that Caitlin Clark did against Louisville in the Elite Eight. This is, if you're not aware... You, you wave your hand in front of your face. You can't see me. You can't see me. One, I don't actually understand why that's actually a thing. I don't really know what it means to, be, to, to use that to try and send a message to your opponent. I know it comes from John Cena. That was his signature hand motion uh, in the WWE. He stole from Tony Yayo, but still fine. Um, uh, that's a John Cena thing. And... Uh, I still don't know why you can't, like, what. what is, what are you trying to tell that person? So, basically. Like, I'm better than you, you're, I, you're not on my level, you can't see me, is that what that comes from? Sure, right, or you, you can't hold me, you can't okay. touch me, you, you can't, can't contain stop me. me. There's nothing you can do, so you can't see me, I might yep. as well not be there, I'm already by you. Bingo. Got it, okay, perfect. So, so, Caitlin Clark, she exploded this entire tournament. She's the National Player of the Year, okay? And she had done that motion against Louisville in the Elite Eight as she went off went off just could not miss willed her team into the final four where she had an even better game which is astounding yesterday and lsu led by double digits throughout a good portion of the second half angel reese who is unapologetically angel reese young black queen okay the bayou barbie she is unapologetically her she's not changing for anyone as the time starts to get late and late and late, and there's no way I was coming back, Angel Reese starts flashing the you can't see me in Caitlin Clark's direction. Starts pointing at her ring finger on her hand. saying, hey, I'm about to win the chip. I'm about to put a ring on that finger. Just letting her know, hey, we're about to beat you for the natty. After the game, horn sounds, and Angel Reese sort of starts walking again in Caitlin Clark's direction. And, and, and again, for context, Caitlin Clark, white woman, Angel Reese unapologetic black woman, okay? Angel restarts walking back towards Caitlin Clark, flashing the you-can't-see-me, point at the ring finger, before retreating to get into the handshake line, okay? As you can imagine, this was not received well by America. And the discussion of sportsmanship, and I, I hate this, but I'm... Not surprised, it has really started to break down along racial lines. What's acceptable and what's not when it comes to sportsmanship. What I will say is that I believe in sportsmanship. I think when necessary, when applicable, you should act like you've been there before. But I think that my definition of sportsmanship is doing whatever it takes for you to go out there and compete against your opponent 100%, 1 million miles an hour for 40 minutes of basketball. And if that means you got to talk a little bit, then so be it. If that means you got to grandstand a little bit, then so be it. The most disrespectful thing, in my opinion, you can do when going up against an opponent is giving 80% of yourself. Giving 90% of yourself. The best example of sportsmanship is you going full bore, gas pedal to the floor the entire time. And if talking and grandstanding a bit, a little sauce on it, is what it takes for Angel Reese and LSU. Because it's not just Angel Reese. That whole LSU locker room is filled with unapologetic black women. Okay? Okay. Who go out there, they've dominated all season. They came into the national championship game with two, caught them two, caught them two losses the entire season. So obviously something's going right in that locker room. For for me, if Angel Reese went out there and tried to, to subdue herself, to try and be someone she's not, she's been the same person since she started college basketball at Maryland. Yep. Okay? She's had the same identity, same personality the entire time from Maryland to when she transferred to LSU. If she tried to to fit herself into some corporate box in order to become more appealing to the masses, that's when I would feel like Angel Reese disrespecting the opponent. She's trying to be someone she's not. She's putting herself in a position not to be 100% her on the floor, give 100% effort because she's trying to cater to something else. That lacks sportsmanship. I don't care how you get it done. I honestly don't. And this goes back to the conversation I had with Elijah Martin when he dare dunk at the end of a game in a win over Fairley Dickinson in the round of 32 in the NCAA tournament. You either go for it or you don't. And when you don't go for it, that's when I think you lack sportsmanship because you're not giving 100%. That's more disrespectful to the opponent than anything you might say or gesture outside of a vulgar gesture. None of that stuff that Angel Reese did yesterday was vulgar. Was it mocking? Yes. Did that get Angel Reese going? Unequivocally. I saw absolutely nothing wrong with what those LSU ladies did, especially Angel Reese yesterday in Caitlin Clark and Iowa's direction. And LSU rightfully won the national championship. And LSU shouldn't have to deal with the maelstrom that surrounded it over its conduct, its behavior. If you want to have anything that makes you feel badly about LSU's program, look at the head coach. Look at the head coach. Kim Mulkey, as good of a coach as she is, me, this is me, this is my opinion, this is Ken Levick, I'm signing off on it, not Stone It's not anybody else. This is Ken Levick. I find her to be a deplorable human being who had not one nary word of support For Brittany Griner when she was in prison in Russia. Not one. The same Brittany Griner who she allegedly told her to stay in the closet when she was in college. Brittany Griner, a proud gay woman. Proud gay black woman. And what was Kim Mulkey's response, allegedly? Hey, stay in the closet. And then once she got into trouble, not one word of support. So for me, this is me. This is me talking. Kim Mulkey is despicable. So if you want to look at that team and say, oh, that's what's wrong with sports, look at Kim Mulkey. But Angel Reese... That's just her being her. And if she conformed, change her way of doing things, that to me
1: would lack sportsmanship. Lay off LSU. That's my opinion on the matter. Lay off LSU. I, I couldn't agree more. And this is definitely worthy of a uh, lengthy conversation, as you can Tell yeah, because state. it's it's got racial overtones to it, and I I hate that it does, but I'm not surprised. And it's frightening. That it does. And it's frightening for guys like me and you, right? For 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 the audience out there, right? You could take the approach of, oh God, here we go. We got two dorky white guys touching but on the subject. But you know me, I'm not scared to jump in this pool. I'll jump in this pool every day. I don't care. Hell no. And the person that you're looking across right now has been in locker rooms with 80, 85 say, percent of you've, of. you've lived it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've been directly a, a part of it, and 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 when I was you know younger, being you know one of only two. You know, Caucasian kids on the team. I mean, I feel all this. I I understand where it's all at. I understand why it's gone this route. But I think that we got mixed up somewhere. Because as a ball player, Angel Reese was wrong. Because. Was it excessive? Yes. Yes. It, 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 it has, was excessive. It well, has I would n- give you that. Nothing about being excessive, in my opinion, of okay. course. I thought it was a bit excessive at times, but I'm not going to blame her for it because that's how she gets herself going. It, it can't be excessive, right? Because y- y- you take from guys like Patrick Beverly, like all these people mimic the pros, right? So there was no different than what Steph okay. did than what Pat. So excessive? No. Okay. It's the principle of smack talking. Okay. And I would really like to use the S word. It's the principle of smack talking Talk bleep. Talking bleep. Okay. Where this went wrong. Was the fact that I don't think you can compare the "You Can't See Me" that Angel Reese threw in Caitlin Clark's face to the "I You Can't See Me" that Caitlin Clark threw in the Louisville Caitlin game. Clark in the Elite Eight wasn't directing it towards a person. Was not directing it towards a single player. Okay. Okay. Also, you got to look at how much time was on the clock, where they were in the game. Right, Caitlin Clark gets a bucket. She's hot. Can't stop her. Can't see me. I'm going to throw it around. Right. Pretty much looking at her bench doing it. But what Angel Reese did. Was one, she wasn't even the one sticking Caitlin Clark. No, she she was the fourth leading scorer yesterday. She couldn't even she couldn't even get the Caitlin Clark assignment. Yeah. And you wait till the game's all the way over until you're dribbling it out. And then you go seek out Caitlin Clark. This is street ball one oh one. This is bleep talking one oh one. Like this is why people were so upset. It's like, whoa, 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 Angel, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't do that right there. You can't do that right there. You have to do it in the middle of the game when you're sticking her. You can't wait till the game's over to go get in didn't so like The timing of it. No, the timing of it is improper to all. Okay, the, the book of uh, of bleep talking. Got she it. did it. She didn't follow so, the rules. So to
0: you, to you, she violated the rules of smack talk. But what she did wasn't necessarily disrespectful. It just violated the rules of smack talk. One hundred percent. Interesting. And okay. I think that's where okay. it originally started on social media. Yeah. Like whoa 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 and whoa. And then whoa. It, it devolved into this entire. It turned into a, a, hey, this feels like you're just defending the poor white woman victim.
1: Exactly.
0: And when in reality, what I'll say this, I'll say this about Caitlin Clark. She seemed unbothered by the entire thing post-game. Caitlin Clark, you don't think she's not talking a little bit, chirping a little bit on the floor? <laughs> for, for sure. I, Caitlin Clark is a killer. A killer. Why do you think Angel Reese and LSU took such great um, they felt so good about finally sticking it to and mocking Caitlin Clark is they know that she is the best in the sport. To me, what LSU did to Caitlin Clark, forget sportsmanship, I think that's a sign of respect, that they were waiting and waiting and waiting, and they were also nervous to start doing and violating the rules of smack talk until it finally seemed completely out of reach. Because <laughs> yeah. You never know if Caitlin Clark's going to explode for 15 points in a 90-second span. That, to me, when you're so hyper-fixated on mocking Caitlin Clark, that's a sign of respect right there.
1: Bingo, and it's also breaking the code of smack-talking as well. You're right, you're right. If you're Alexis Morris, and you're on the podium, and they give Angel Reese the MVP of the tournament, and they ask you, hey, you had such a spectacular game, right? Your mid-range game was on. This is the point guard of LSU that I'm talking about. She scored 21 last night, I believe, or yesterday. And the first thing she says... Is mentioning Caitlin Clark? Yeah. You, you, right, what are you hear that. What hear are that. you doing? I don't have Alexis Moore. I will I will grab it for you. We got Angel no, 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 Reese. No, no, it's fine.
0: Let's get Angel Reese because this was the same. You're right. She she immediately talked about immediate. Alexis Moore. Immediately talked about Caitlin Clark. And then here's what what Angel Reese had to say on ESPN um, shortly after the the other remark.
1: Were you sitting on the? Oh, I was waiting. <laughs> How long were you sitting on <laughs> the? I tell you, I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> Me. <laughs> At what point were you waiting to pull out this, this Man. kind of? A Clark I mean, hey, Caitlin Clark is a hell of a player, incredible he- player for sure. But I don't take disrespect lightly, and she disrespected Alexis and my girls, South Carolina. They still my SEC girls too. the y'all not gonna disrespect them either. So I had a, I mean,
0: I wanted to pick her pocket, but I I had a moment at the end of the game, and that was just I was in my bag, I was in my moment.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. I love, too, on social media, people are like, oh, fire the ESPN broadcasters who are laughing at, at Angel Reese glorifying her disgusting display of sports. Shut Shut up. the hell Tell up. Tell me you never played ball without <laughs> telling me you never played ball. Like, stop it. Stop it. Here's what I think happened. And and so what Angel Reese is, is talking about with South Carolina is in the Final Four, Caitlin Clark. And you want to talk about I, – I didn't hear any – Any discussion about this being disrespectful? South Carolina players are standing at the perimeter, and what does Caitlin Clark do? She waves everybody back. It says, don't even guard her. She can't hit that three. Just waves everybody back. And Iowa fans, though, I love seeing this side of things. The Iowa contingent or the Caitlin Clark supporters here are saying, oh, she didn't do anything disrespectful. That's just a game plan. Oh, stop it. There's nothing game plan about that. You don't just say, hey, Caitlin, here's the game plan. Make sure that you are overtly motioning to the rest of your teammates. Hey, get off the perimeter and leave that ball handler isolated and dare her to shoot that three. Sorry, that is basketball code for we have no respect for you being able to take that shot. You're shook. We're in your head. It's exactly what's happened to Russell Westbrook this year. It's exactly what Draymond did to Russell Westbrook. This year, and the entire discussion about that was, oh man, Draymond has no respect whatsoever for Russ That was the same damn thing. So stop it,
1: stop it. So let's let's, let's take this a step further because I, I, I'm stern on breaking the codes of bleep talking here. When you get Angel Reese to come post game and say, "Hey, I don't take disrespect lightly." Why is she defending South Carolina? Who the hell disrespected I, I, you guys? I, right. Not one. But but
0: she's person. trying to make the argument that oh, I'm standing up for South Carolina and the SEC. I will say this, like Angel, that's a little lame. You, you don't need to come to the defense of South Carolina. They're gonna be A-OK. They hadn't lost a game all year until the Final Four. They're gonna be okay. That was a that to me was just an excuse. For her, because she realized, oh, I I might get criticized. That was her excuse to try and, like, soften the criticism below. You don't have to do that. Just say, hey, Caitlin Clark got a lot of pub. Not a lot of people were talking about us. I was mad about it. So that's why I did what I did. That's A-OK.
1: okay. is it. That is it. That's how you address it. Because that's what's happened. You realize that, right? 100%. That's the reality of what happened. And that's how you address it. But I, personally, have a little faith in humanity Mm. and want to think, that these people, that's where they're coming from. That yo, know, you broke code, Angel. You, you didn't handle this properly. You're saying all the but wrong you, things. That's not where they're coming
0: from. It's, it, it, what's what's happening here? <laughs> what's happening here is that it is truly easy to see young black women and say, Oof, that is uncouth behavior. That is uncouth behavior, because there was not one person, even though it wasn't directed at somebody, there was not one person who said, ooh, that Caitlin Clark coming off a little cocky. Not one person said that after the Elite Eight in the most watched NCAA women's tournament of all time. But then Angel Reese does it, and even if it's subconscious, if, trust me, if Draymond Green does that, it's just, hey... That's ball. That's the NBA, man. That's the association. That's how that works. But, it, but there's there are people that are watching the, the ladies tournament, right? Watching, watching the ladies play basketball. And God forbid some of them have some edge to them. Some of them have a little streak to them. Some of them are actually unapologetically them. And this is not just a, 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 a racial thing. This is a gender thing as well. If that happened in the men's tournament, There's not the uproar. The hand motion? No way. You know what actually is the least sportsmanship I've seen in college basketball over the last decade? Nerdy white dude Grayson Allen trying to injure everybody he's defending. Sure. That's bad sportsmanship. When you're trying to injure people, that's bad sportsmanship. Angel Reese did not try to injure anybody. Did you try to show up, Caitlin Clark? Sure. Did she violate the laws of smack talk? Yeah, Stone's right about that. Was anything about her disingenuine? Uh-uh. No way. Did she go 100 percent, full bore, gas pedal to the floor? Uh huh. There was nothing outside of the realms of of uh, sportsmanship to me with what LSU did, except maybe just maybe it could
1: have been a little more upfront and follow the rules of smack talk. For sure. And I think if this happens in the NBA, the first card that gets pulled is yo. Homie, you didn't even guard Caitlin Clark. Your coach said, you're not getting that assignment. So for you to go after Caitlin Clark
0: broke the code. But then it took on a a complete different life of itself. Mm -hmm. And that's where the problems come. If you leave it at that, like, Angel, you didn't even guard Caitlin Clark. That's it. You're just talking that smack because you're the face of this team. Then then that's legit criticism of this. But then to get into the sportsmanship realm, and then to get into the racial overtones, and then certainly the gender overtones of the entire thing, That's where you lose me. What did you think of LSU and Angel Reese's conduct yesterday? And what's your definition of sportsmanship? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Tweeted us at KLV 1063. That's 888 760 3776. What did you make of LSU and Angel Reese's conduct yesterday, and what's your definition of sportsmanship? 888-760-3776. What I do know when it comes to proper conduct, proper AC conduct, proper, hey, we're looking out for you, we have your back, that's where EDS comes in. EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning, they're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train, been doing it since 2006. Family-owned and operated, serving Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. EDS Air Conditioning, they handle plumbing needs as well. EDS air conditioning. EDS is, yes, it is hot. It is muggy. If you walk into your home, you say, I didn't turn the AC off and uh, your home is hot and muggy. Well, you got a problem. That's where EDS comes in. EDS is, yes, EDSairconditioning.com. That's EDS, EDS is, yes. And again, appointment schedules around you, EDSairconditioning.com. What did you make of LSU and Angel Reese's conduct yesterday? I say, hey, no harm, no foul. It was within the lines of sportsmanship, just maybe, like Stone said, violated the laws of smack-talking, of bleep-talking. And what's your definition of sportsmanship? Because for me, if you don't go 100% at your opponent, then that lacks sportsmanship. Not any of the other hand-motion stuff that we tend to get so caught up in. 888-760-3776. He's Stone it's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown
1: West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBeca Live on ESPN 1063.
0: Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, they have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho care today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit BaptistHealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting BaptistHealth.net slash orthocare. Can we real quick hear Angel Reese again, ESPN or, uh, ABC ESPN postgame, her explanation for her her lack of sportsmanship Ho oh, ho! clutch my pearls were you sitting on the oh I was waiting <laughs> how long were you sitting on the I tell you I was waiting
1: I was waiting <laughs> Me. at what point were you waiting to pull out this this kind of a Caitlin Clark I mean, hey done. Caitlin Clark is a he- hell of a incredible player. Pe- player for sure but I don't take disrespect lightly and she disrespected Alexis and my girls I come out of day, still my SEC girls, too. Y'all not going to disrespect them
0: either. So, I, had a, I, mean, I wanted to pick her pocket, but I, I had a moment at the end of the game, and that was just, I was in
1: my
0: bag. I was in my moment. Yeah. So, Alexis Moore, that's the name of the point guard, right? Stone, that's the name of the point guard Yeah, Alexis Moore. Uh, Alexis Moore. I don't know if there was anything previous. I looked, and I couldn't find anything previous. Trash talk between Caitlin Clark, something she would have said in the days leading up to the game, and Alexis Moore. Maybe something was said on the floor. I don't know. I could get Angel Reese... I wanted to have her girls back. I totally understand that. The, hey, I had to defend my SEC girls, my South Carolina girls, after the disrespect Caitlin Clark showed waving defenders off the three-point line in that Final Four game and making South Carolina look bad because they had no answers from the perimeter. I'm not buying that because that that is just making an excuse for her being her. Angel Reese could have said, hey, that's just me. I was in my bag, left it at that, and I would have said, perfect, excellent. uh, There's always going to be a discussion about sportsmanship. I get it. I lived it with Elijah Martin. That was stupid. That was pearl clutching. This is pearl clutching for no reason. But when you start to bring it to and extrapolate it to making it feel like there's racial overtones, oh, poor white basketball player victim, and these audacious black women who dare to show emotion and be themselves on the floor, oh, that stuff isn't going to fly. And it gets exacerbated more by being a woman. Oh, oh. That is such uncouth behavior by someone who should know better and act like a lady. Shut up. Because that's where that's coming from, though. That's where that's coming from. Those reactions are coming from a caveman part of people's brains. So don't think. If you had that thought, don't think in your subconscious. That doesn't live somewhere. And what I would say to you is do your best to try and find where that's living and maybe try to to X that out. Okay, that's my suggestion to you. What happened? And here's what I assure you: What happened? It's not trying to to be chivalrous for the ladies of South Carolina. What happened is LSU, after their win in the Final Four, sat and watched ESPN. And any time anything was mentioned about the championship game, whose name came up? Caitlin's. Caitlin Clark. Over and 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 over, and over again. And the reason I know this is because FAU. And that collection of guys that I love dearly did the same thing all year long. Anything in a newspaper, anything said on a coach's show, anything innocuous. You know that Beach Boys moniker they have? Guess where that came from? A completely innocent comment by the head coach of Western Kentucky earlier this year where he said, oh, these guys are good. Uh, they, they're Beach Boys. They don't have any worries in the world. In the world. The players saw that quote. What did they immediately think? Did that mother bleeper just call us Soft. And that Beach Boys moniker lived the entire year. Yep. FAU wired the same way Angel Reese and LSU is. You're not living in reality sometimes. When you are a team that you're maximized, when you have a chip on your shoulder, when you're taking disrespect, whether it's clear or perceived, that's your fuel. And sometimes that distorts in your brain what actually was said or done and... Your brain synapses say, oh, you got disrespected. But sometimes it's not living in reality. You're delusional. But the athlete's brain is a case study in psychosis, in, in unbelievable, probably sometimes adverse mental health conditions, because you're using anything to fuel you to play 100% to your capacity. Yep. That's what happened with LSU. That's what happened with FAU this year. It wasn't anything ill-content. It wasn't anything that was meant to, oh, come on, white girl. Eat it, white girl, white girl. No, it has nothing to do with it. They were sick of hearing Caitlin Clark's name, and it manifested, and them, then mocking her because she's all they heard about. It's time to talk about us, World War LSU. We won the championship. That's what happened, and I know it because I've lived it. For the last six months, I lived it. What is sportsmanship, in your opinion? What's your definition of sportsmanship? What did you make of the conduct with Angel Reese in LSU, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. He's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. No joke, and this is super annoying because it's happened to me multiple times over the last three or four months. I get off a flight. And my left ear is just completely closed. And it takes like three days for my left ear to open up. It's just, I don't know, I'm perpetually gooey. It's really weird. So I feel like that's something that I'm going to have to bring to Dr. Neil Goldhaber. ENT extraordinaire. He's the ace. He's the maestro. in Boynton Beach, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. I need to get on goldhabersinus.com and go see him because this ear thing is so frustrating. I've always had sinus issues, but now every time I get off a flight with the pressure change, my left ear doesn't open up. I can't just go on or chew gum and have that thing pop open. It takes days. Like I'm inhaling steam. I'm doing everything and nothing. So it's clear I've got an issue there. So whether it's an ear issue like me, nose problem, throat issue, you snore excessively. That's not normal. That's not normal. That's usually a structural problem. That is Dr. Neil Goldhaber's expertise. By the way, shout out, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Texted me while I was out at the Final Four. Dude, I'm so proud of you. Uh, I can't wait. Hey, could you send me a picture? Bam, picture right to Dr. Neil Goldhaber. It's like he was in NRG Stadium. Appreciate you, Dr. Goldhaber. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Ear issue, nose issue, throat issue. That is your guy. Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. One more time Goldhabersinus.com. Calm. How did you, Stone, uh, how did you inspire yourself in college? Were you a disrespect guy? Or were you self-motivated?
1: Yeah, I was definitely self-motivated. I always compared myself to guys that were better than me. Right? Like, what are they doing that I'm not doing? And that was uh, always something that got me over the hump. Is this Larry and Boynton? This is Larry and Boynton. Larry and Boynton. What's up, Larry? Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Uh, real quick, I don't think uh, Amanda Reese did, did anything wrong well, it's part of the smack talk that goes on in the modern game. It's like what the issue should be, everybody should be talking about, is it a 50-year senior out of Memphis that punched a girl yes. in the face at yes. the Bowling Green game? That's the that's problem. That's something that's going right.
0: over the line. That happened to the NIT. Larry, you're 100% right. And what you're seeing with Angel Reese, like Larry Bird's the most prodigious trash talker in the history of the sport of basketball any level. All right, you know mad what There dog. was not back in the But you're right. Uh, but I'm right. I'm right. But you know what there wasn't in the 80s? Cameras, 70 cameras covering one game. So you're seeing everything up close all the time, and then you react to it. The outrage! Oh, my were my pearls! We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.